Recording. Alright. So. Ro upload new Road to Comic Con X Men FF or something. So FF stands for Fantastic Four. Uh, so that is a leftover note from when we were driving to Comic Con and I was giving you the history of certain um, superheroes, so you had some knowledge. Oh. It's still there because I never finished the X Men one, and I can give you current state of X-Men and the entirely new story they're doing, if you want, because it can help prepare you for Dark Web, or you can choose another note. The help prepare for Dark Web. Alright, so, a couple of things. I gave you a handful of the most famous X-Men stories last time, like the Dark Phoenix Saga. Yeah. One of them is a story called Inferno. The Hellfire Club was a group of aristocratic mutants. Um, upper class folks who used their well, each of them had different kind of mental powers one can do illusions there were a couple of telepaths that is where you originally met Emma Frost the white queen she later becomes a good guy and starts her own team called Generation X of young mutants uh, Jubilee is the leader of that team uh, when she gets older she's not a team uh, um Emma Frost also has a secondary mutation where she can turn her body into diamond. Oh. But when she does that, it shuts down her telepathic abilities. But it also means others can't use their abilities on her. They can't control her mind. Um, so the Hellfire Club was this group of rich mutants. Um, and they wanted another telepath. They wanted... They all had names that were kind of like chess pieces. Black King, Black Queen, White Queen, White King. They wanted Jean Grey to be the Black Queen because of her abilities. So they kidnapped her and brainwashed her to become part of their group. The problem is that the Hellfire Club was actually meant literally. They had access to the Limbo Dimension kind of like a level before hell, full of demons. Ironically, it's the dimension Nightcrawler takes a shortcut through to teleport. That's why when he teleports, it smells like sulfur and brimstone. How do you know what it smells like? Because it's been described in a lot of the comics. You know how he bamps when he teleports and you see smoke? Yeah. That's sulfur and brimstone coming out of the limbo dimension. He shortcuts through to teleport. He's taking a dimensional shortcut to teleport. Um, so, they cause a bunch of demons to come to Earth. They open a portal to limbo, which is a real shortcut way of saying hell. Oh. But it's technically a level above hell. Um, and they use Jean Grey as a conduit to bring her here, not knowing that the reason she was such a powerful telepath was because she was the Phoenix. This was one of the stories that led to awakening her powers as the Phoenix. The brainwashing. Okay. Um, so, the X-Men eventually defeat Jean Grey, convince her to come back to normal. They close the dimension limbo. Um, I'm not sure in what story, but Colossus loses his sister. She's a teleporter too. And, uh, I think his 
Liliana Rasputin. Black Logan? Rasputin is the last name of, of Colossus. So, and his sister. His, his first name is the older. Oh, and I know who Rasputin is because of Doctor Who. Yes. Well, that is their last name. He has a sister named Liliana. She's a teleporter. She uses like a, a magic sword. She calls herself magic. It's not really magic, it's more of a mutant ability to cut holes, like portals for teleporting. Oh. She is also tied to Limbo Dimension. She gets sucked into it. I don't know if it happens in Inferno or if it's a different story. She eventually becomes Queen of Limbo. Until someone else takes over in Limbo. I'll explain that in a second. So, Jean Grey gets back to her normal self. Um, goes back to join the X-Men. Eventually the Phoenix story happens and she dies as the Phoenix. And Cyclops is all sad and everything else. Until we find out, Jean Grey comes back. How did Jean Grey come back? I don't know. Because it wasn't really her who died. Huh? The Black Queen, later nicknamed the Goblin Queen, was actually a clone of Jean Grey created by Mr. Sinister. Mr. Sinister has been genetically altering and studying genetic mutations his whole life. He is very, very old because of his mutant abilities and the fact that he keeps messing with his genetics. He's like, think like he's Wolverine. Hey. Um, he has a healing ability and he uses that to study genetics. Hey. He is fascinated by Scott Summers and Jean Grey because of their genetic potential. So he creates a clone of Jake Gray and nicknamed named her Madeline Pryor. Madeline Pryor is the one who thought she was Jake Gray, became the Black Queen, and died as the Phoenix. Oh. When she died, you know where she went? Where? Limbo. Oh. Because she was a clone and also because she tried to take over Limbo before. When she goes to Limbo, she becomes the Goblin She's a clone of Jean Grey. The Goblin Queen. Limbo is kind of a place where souls go that are in between heaven and hell. Ew. Like, let's say... They're not really... It's hard to say. Like, in the Catholic faith, Limbo was used as a mechanism for... If you didn't confess all your sins before you died, you went to Limbo to live off all your sins. Like, you had to serve time, like, almost in a prison. Limbo isn't a place that punishes you, nor is it a place that rewards you. It's kind of an empty zone between heaven and hell. Well, clones don't really have souls as they have copied ones. So they go to Limbo. Who else might we know that's a clone? Um, Ben Wiley? Exactly. Did you know he died recently? Yeah. He did. Does he wind up? Limbo. Who does he meet? The clone of Jean Grey. Madeline Pryor, oh. the Goblin Queen. She takes quite a liking to him, especially because of all the mental illness and rage he had. Remember, he went insane when the Jackal kept cloning and killing him. And then he killed the Jackal and took over as him. And then cloned every single person Spider Man has ever been responsible for dying. Uh, every villain. Uh, and, 
the hell? Because that is what the original Jackal did. Is he cloned Jim, uh, Gwen Stacy? Because the original Gwen Stacy, remember, was killed by the Green Goblin. Yeah. Well, Green Goblin threw her off a roof. Spider-Man was technically responsible for her death. Because he grabbed her with a web line, but he grabbed her too quickly and her neck snapped. Oh. Because of the impact of falling. It wasn't his fault, but he couldn't save her because he grabbed her too quickly. Um, you have to make a, when you're falling, you pick up so much speed, you have to make a very slow stop where the impact, like the whiplash, will kill you and snap your neck. That's what happened to her. Oh. And during the original clone saga, the Jackal cloned her and Peter Parker, which is where you get the clone that's been riding. Well, the Jackal, one of his, the Jackal himself died, but his clones are still alive. The problem is that the clones have to keep recloning themselves. His cloning procedure wasn't perfect. The clones kept dying. Why? Um, they deteriorated, like cellular degeneration. Oh. Like their genes weren't solid. Um, now there is a scientist who figured out how to stabilize that. His name is Nathaniel Essex, also known as Mr. Sinister. Um, that's an X-Men villain. Then, something about Spider-Man's powers stabilized the clones. So, the Jackal's clones kept advancing the research, trying to figure out what made him a stable clone. Because in all of the Spider-Verse, do you know why there's no more clones? Why? The only ones who ever figured it out was the Jackal. And the Inheritors figured it out by stealing the Jackals from multiple universes. But how is, how is the Jackal in multiple universes? He exists in more than one universe. Same as Peter Parker does. Oh yeah, he's dad in when... The Inheritors were stealing Spider-Man villains, they stole the Jackal, and that's how they created their clone pods kept them coming back to life every time they were killed. Oh. But they're stable clones. The only person who ever figured that out was the Jackal. And, um, yeah, and that's how Peter Parker's in multiple the universes. The Jackal in the 616 universe did not yet. The only clones he ever got did not degenerate. The Gwen Stacy clone degenerated. He died. Again. The only clones he ever got to stabilize were his two clones of Spider-Man. And Riley and Kane. Um, but because he died, his clone would activate. His clone would keep researching until that clone started to degenerate, and it would activate a new clone. So on and so forth. So the jackal had to keep dying. So to study the clones, he kept cloning and killing and cloning and killing and cloning and killing. Um, Ben Riley. Oh, and he did that 27 times. And you know, Ben Riley can remember and feel every single one of those deaths. Oh. That's why he went crazy. That's why he says, oh, my 27 times dead body. Exactly. He kind of went nuts. Now, the only difference that you would notice physically from Kane is that Kane was an earlier clone and he was imperfect. He has a big scar over his face. Oh. Like his face is kind of messed up. It's like scar tissue, kind of like dead. 
that's him degenerating somewhat, but not fully. Oh. So, brief history of the Clone Saga, brief history of the X-Men. So fast forward to the future. Disney buys Marvel, right? Yeah. What does Disney not own? I don't know. Sp- oh. Spider-Man, X-Men, Fantastic Four. Now, at the time, Sony's working with Marvel. So Marvel and Disney are, or Disney and Sony are cool. Spider-Man's all right. This is playing hardball. Who? He doesn't want to give up the rights to X-Men and Fantastic Four. And they're no. Oh. Fox. Disney said? What? Alright, fine. We don't need your comics anymore. We're not going to continue to make comics to support your movies. They canceled all the X-Men and Fantastic Four and Daredevil movies. All the licenses owned by Fox. Now, they owned the rights to the comics. They could have kept making them. They just didn't own the rights to the movies. But Fox didn't want to work with them. Fox wanted to make their own movies. Um... They did that through an event called Secret Wars 2. Battleworld. This time, instead of Beyonder bringing together a bunch of all the superheroes in one universe, yeah. all of the multiverses collapse. Like they're smashing into each other. Right? Mm-hmm. One person, one person does what he can with some kind of cosmic power, and I don't know what it is. Cosmic Spider-Man? <laughs> The last person you would think he does the only thing he can do. Like, it's falling apart. All of the multiverse. You know what he does? What? He pulls bits and pieces of every universe that he can together into one universe. He's just grabbing whatever piece he can. Who is it? And he sets himself as God of this new single universe. Doctor Doom. To the point that, oh, this new battle world, as he calls it. Think of the Earth, right? Mm-hmm. Think of each continent, and it's a different zone. It's actually from a different universe. So each zone, like, think Europe and the U.S., except there are Europe and the U.S. from a different universe. And maybe one is from Ultimate Spider-Man universe, maybe another is from the Age of Apocalypse, where Apocalypse wins and takes over the world. have the same people in different zones. You can have a Wolverine from two different universes on the same planet. Or, you can have a zone that is titled Spider-Verse. They were kind of a special case because they held themselves together with that web. Um, Doctor Doom sets himself up as the God. So instead of saying, in God we trust, they say, in Doom we trust. Or, Lord Doom. Get it? Yeah. So, his greatest villain is Mr. Fantastic. You know what he does when he reshapes the multiverse into one? What? Makes himself Mr. Fantastic. Oh. He basically makes um, Susan Storm his wife and Mr. Fantastic's children his children. They're Sue and Mr. Fantastic. They both have powers, by the way. They're technically mutants. They're cosmically powered mutants. They inherited an X gene because their parents had cosmic powers. That makes sense? Yeah. It developed. So they are technically mutants. So, back to the 
back to it. Battle World, Secret Wars 2, is this world of all different universes. You know what the police are on Battle World? What? Thors from every universe. So think of every version of everyone who's ever held a hammer. There's even a frog Thor. They're the from the Ultimate Spider-Man! Oh. There's a Spider Thor. There's a, a Storm Thor. Because in one of the comics, she holds a hammer. In Amalgam. They don't do Amalgam. They don't have the rights to the DC characters. Oh wait, no, that's uh, no, 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 no. That would be um, um. I, oh, I was right. thinking it of. It didn't happen in the DC versus Marvel comic though. She grabs the hammer. Uh, she, no, no that's she that's it's Wonder Woman. Yeah, it's a different comic. Never mind. Um. So, Battle World happens. You get all these zones. Like there's Marvel Zombie Zone gets mixed up with the Age of Ultron zone when Ultron takes over the world. There's an old man Logan world where all the supervillains teamed up and took over the world. Mysterio tricked Wolverine into killing all the X-Men. All the supervillains teamed up on his world, switched back, switched superheroes. So Mysterio took out the X-Men. Oh. So they could all take out their, their superheroes. It's remember that comic where everyone has got a giant hand skeleton? A giant, yeah. That is from the day when all the super villains took over. That's a that's Ant Man, supersized instead, and it's called Giant Man, and that's his corpse. It died in the Grand Canyon, and they left it there as a warning. Um, Venom gets so lobotomized from people trying to experiment with him that he attaches himself to a dinosaur. On your wall again. Mm -hmm. That's the old man Logan. Logan vows never to pop his claws again because he murders the entire X-Men. Until a gang of Hulks um, kill his family. A gang of Hulks? Yeah, he, Wolverine gets old, has a family, retires, farms. Um, it's kind of like gangs run the entire world. Well, the Hulk goes insane from radiation poisoning. Besides, he wants to have a family. There's no one the Hulk can mate with except for one person. She-Hulk. You know the problem with that? What? She-Hulk's his cousin. They're related. The, one of the reasons people do not have children with family is that it is a high, highly increases the chance for genetic um, deformities. Because your genes are so similar that the recessive genes that cause deformities are more dominant. Because they're not being mixed up with someone else's genes. Oh. That is one of the reasons why you are not to mate with family. Oh. So he has a bunch of inbred, um, deformed children. But they're all Hulk flowered. Oh. They take over as a gang and force local farmers to pay them. Oh. And when they don't pay them, they kill you. Uh, Logan's out one day, hunting, comes back, and his family's murdered. So he pops his claws and kills everyone. You know how he kills the Hulk? How? How would he kill the Hulk? I don't know. How do you think the Hulks have been eating? How have they? They're not farmers. What do you think the Hulks have been eating? I don't know. People. Uh, Those Hulks that killed his family ate them. This is like 
Old Man Logan world is like a real horror story. It is the worst possible. What horror does Hulk story. eat in the normal universe? Regular food. But he has to eat a lot of it. He's an extremely high metabolism. He's the Hulk. Um, Wolverine lets himself get eaten. Healing factor. How's he come out? Ew. Exactly. See what I'm saying? That's how he destroys the Hulk. Ew. At this point, Bruce Banner was completely insane, though. So that is one of the dark worlds. Um, okay. So Secret Wars happens. Eventually, Mr. Fantastic finds a way to defeat King, Lord, God, Doom and separates all these worlds. The whole multiverse was destroyed. There was no multiverse. It was just pieces and parts of leftover universes. So Mr. Fantastic, using the cosmic power from Doom, starts taking those pieces and breaking them off and rebuilding the multiverse. So he'll take like a universe, like think of it like a ball and throw it into uh, space and it becomes a whole new universe. They use that story to retire the Fantastic Four and stop making Fantastic Four comics. They also use that story to retire the X-Men and stop making X-Men comics. Oh. No more X-Men titles for about a year. Then the deal goes through where Disney buys Fox. Now they own the X-Men's movie. How long ago was that? A couple years ago. Oh. Um, this deal happened after Endgame. Movie. Oh, Avengers Endgame? Yes. Which is why they're now starting to do multiverse stuff so they can bring all these characters in throughout the universes. Ah, uh, Doctor Strange, a... Multiverse of Madness, yeah, um, Spider-Man. Secret Wars type story that's no way like home. Battle World Secret Wars 2. Yes! Secret Wars! There's a lot of movies to get to that point. And the main villain doing it is not going to be the Beyonder. It's going to be Kang. Who's Kang? Kang is a time-traveling villain. One of the Fantastic Fours. Got it. The Quang. No, Kang. <laughs> Anyways. So they use that story. One, that story is how you get Miles Morales. Because the universe he's from is gone. It doesn't exist anymore. What's left of those characters get merged into 616. Wait, Miles Morales' universe is gone? Yep. He was part of his own universe, the Ultimate Spider-Man universe, where Peter Parker died. Wait. Much like the movie. That Peter Parker Wait, what movie? Dies. Wait, what? Miles came from another universe. What? Uh... But he gets merged into 616, and his history becomes part of it like he was always there. Is Miles Morales going to be in a live-action movie? There's rumors. We have to see what happens at the end of the new Spider-Verse Okay, I'm getting a new... I'm getting a new note. All right. So wait a moment. We're not done. I haven't even told you what's happened to the X-Men. They okay. booted them entirely. X-Men 72. 82. X-Men 92? 92. X-Men 92 is one of the Battleworld universes. You know what X-Men 92 is? What? You know what happened to the X-Men in 1992? What? The, the cartoon show. X-Men 92 is the cartoon universe. And they can do pretty much whatever they want if it's a cartoon. Mm-hmm. So, I'm going to give you, since we're at home now, I'm going to give you a brief synopsis of what's happened to the X-Men the X-Men got rebooted into Marvel. There is a mutant that we did not know was a mutant. Moira McTaggart. You might have heard her in some of the cartoons. McTaggart? Who's McTaggart? Moira McTaggart is an ex-girlfriend of, of 
Charles Xavier, current Cyclops. wife to Banshee, Sean Cassidy. And she is a top genetic researcher in mutants. She's human. Or we thought. The reboot tells you that she has a mutant power. You know what her mutant power is? What? To relive her life. Damn. She, if she dies, she goes back to the beginning of her life and relives it over again, remembering everything that happened before. So she keeps trying to find a way to make mutants not get destroyed and died. Ew. Because she lives through to what becomes the Days of Future Past universe. You've seen that in some of the X-Men with Bishop, mm-hmm. where Sentinels take over. She lived through that universe. Gets She dies, gets reset. She lived through an Age of Apocalypse universe where Apocalypse takes over. Wait, so she gets reset into another universe? She gets reset back into her own history and restarts history in her own universe. Oh, so each, she, time, each, time, it's, each time it's another universe? Kind of. They wrote it in as that these alternate universes that we knew is different timelines of hers. So she lived through the Age of Apocalypse universe, dies, gets reset back into it. So she finally figures out after nine lives, I think she's only allowed nine lives because she doesn't know why, but there is a one mutant who can tell the future called Destiny. She is the wife of Mystique. Who's Mystique? Mystique is the shapeshifter. The blue woman oh. with a skull on her forehead. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah, yeah her wife. She has a wife um, named um, Destiny. So, so let me guess, she's gay? She is. She Well, she's bisexual because she also had a relationship with Sabretooth at some point and produced a child, which is which may... It, I think it's Graydon Creed. There was rumors that it was Nightcrawler. Nightcrawler is definitely her son. The father, there's been some... Some question, because her father might be a demon from Limbo, which is why he has powers that use Limbo. And he looks like a demon. So, she finally figures out there's only one way that the ex- that mutants are going to survive. They have to stop fighting each other. Who are the two greatest opposing forces in mutants? Um, Xavier and, um, ma- 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 Magneto. You are correct. What happens if they didn't fight each other? What happens if they worked together? Peace. Peace of They actually time. create the strongest mutant nation ever. House of M? House of M is currently the name of Magneto's residence on Krakoa. Every villain they've ever fought becomes their friend. Including Krakoa. Do you know what Krakoa is? No, no, I don't. So Krakoa is a mythological island that's alive. The X-Men actually got onto a real Krakoa in one of their comics. And what it is is a mutant island. It is an alive island that feeds on mutant energy. Xavier, being a billionaire, works with Magneto and creates a nation for mutants. And they use the island to create biotechnology made out of plants. It's kind of like Transformers. Sort of. Sort of, but it's all made of plant material. No technological stuff, but it does what technology does. Bioorganic. Because the the island can create anything biological. It can grow trees and plants and fungus. You know how he becomes a billionaire? One of the ways? The plant... The island invents a cure for cancer. 
and they sell it. You know how much money that would be worth? A million bucks. Billions. They control it. Every bad guy is now part of the X-Men. Every bad guy ever? And every bad guy they, ever? They completely reset it. Now, one of, in the beginning of the story, one of them doesn't cooperate, and he gets um, sent to jail, basically. What bad guy? Sabretooth. Wait, every bad guy, including non-X-Men bad guys? Every mutant is welcome to this island and has complete amnesty. Everything they've ever done bad, they create their own government. They create their own island nation. Um, Dad, what's a mutant that isn't an, that isn't an X-Men bad guy? That isn't an X-Men bad guy? Um, crap, I don't know. Juggernaut gets invited, even though he's not a mutant. Um, Juggernaut's not a mutant. He has mystical abilities. Who's a bad guy who's not an X- who's a mutant that's not an X-Men bad guy? Um, Black Tom. <laughs> you know who Black Tom is? That's what, my, Dad, my head is literally upside down. I have no idea. Black Tom is the son of Sean Cassidy, Banshee. He has the ability to... Wait, con- Banshee, that whistle guy? Yes. Black Tom has the ability to control plants. Guess who talks to the nation? Who? Black Tom. It's a living... It's a living plant. Now, he can't talk to them with words. But someone can. Who? There's a mutant called Cypher. Cypher has the ability to read and understand every language, even non-spoken ones. He can read architecture. He can read computer code. Zero one zero one he zero, can read it and tell zero it one zero one. The only zero person one, who can no. communicate with with actual types of words is Cipher, and he translates for the nation because it doesn't speak in words. Black Tom can understand like body language of sorts. He can communicate through it something like sign language, like you might, but through the plants. Um. So they create this island called Krakoa, and it's known as Utopia. For the mutants. Oh. Xavier becomes the leader of the most powerful nation in the world. Xander. Recording while you're moving the camera around. Oh. So right now, the, the mutants, every single villain ever is now their friend. The rest of the world, however, aren't really happy about this. Why? They ramp up sentinel production. They start trying to find ways to stop them. You know what the first thing the mutants do? What? Cure death. Through a combination of multiple mutant powers, they find a way to resurrect every mutant ever. What mutant powers? Proteus, Moral McTaggart's son, who has the ability to warp reality. Uh-huh. Um, Wolverine? Wolverine. Wolverine's a special case. Wolverine died in these comics a couple of times. Like, actual died. How does he actually die? Mm, they melt on the sun. Nightcrawler dies once. He How tells- does Wolverine melt on the sun if he has a healing factor? Well, it's not going to heal nothing. There's nothing left to heal. Like, the sun will melt his adamantium, too. Um, so they have to I kill him. I can't explain it to you, but there is a group of mutants that, with their powers combined, can clone mutants and Xavier's power and Cerebro every day backs up mutants brains. So he re-downloads their brains back into it. Yep. Like, there's a few mutants that can affect probability. Like, Domino can affect luck. Domino! That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, there is a... I, I can't explain it to you because I don't really know it well enough, but there is a group of mutants that resurrect people. That's their job. Oh! 
Okay. The blob um, retires. The blob just runs a bar. Wait, is, the, the, is the blob that guy in the video game sure who is. literally just sits on people? Yeah, well, he's invulnerable. All of that fat is invulnerable. Nothing can hurt him. That's his mutant power. Invulnerable and fat. Well, yeah, but the fat makes him invulnerable. Um, he's a bartender. How is that a mutant power? How is him being fat a mutant power? Um, Colossus? You know what he does? He's a farmer. Colossus is actually a pacifist. He hates fighting. Whoa. Think of a plow. Think of like horses on a plow. Except Colossus don't need no horse. He's a farmer. That's what he loves to do. He goes to Savage Land. He's farming the plants they use to make the cures for cancer. Um, Wolverine. So, Wolverine becomes head of X-Force of sorts. Ooh. He does dirty work. Stop kicking that, please. He does the dirty work. He's an assassin. He's an animal. An animal. Mm-hmm. Now... Makes sense. Wolverine is an animal. Wolverine's a special case. They can clone Wolverine when he dies. Here's the problem. You know what they can't clone? What? The adamantium. So somebody has a pool of molten adamantium constantly left. If you let adamantium get cold, it cannot be broken or shaped or anything. It has to always stay hot if you want to inject it into a person. So they have that on standby for every time they might have to resurrect Wolverine because Wolverine gets himself killed a lot. Why? Because he's an assassin. Wait, how does he get himself killed? Jean Grey dies. How does Wolverine get himself killed a lot if he has a healing factor? Well, I mean, if you really want to go in his full history, there's a mystical Japanese sword that will cancel out his healing factor. Someone can cut his head off with it and he's dead. Does Wolverine steal the sword a couple of he times? He owns it now. He has it. He keeps it. He actually keeps it as security if, like, someone controls his mind and does, like I said in Old Man Logan, because he knows about that universe. He met that Wolverine. He wants something that someone can stop him with. It's like Superman keeping kryptonite in case he ever goes bad. Does he do that? Superman, yeah. Batman has kryptonite in case Superman ever goes bad. Does Batman like killing Superman? He does not. He would not do it. But if Superman can and will, and there are stories where he has, take over the whole world, Superman, Batman has a way to stop him. Oh. Okay. There are alternate universe stories where Superman goes evil, and there is no one to stop him. Except Batman. Um... So the X-Men are currently the strongest nation on the entire planet. They are mutants of all sorts, everything. Think every bad guy ever is now on their side. And now that doesn't mean but everyone else finds Every bad guy, well, every bad guy ever, including Venom. Mutant bad guys. So this is how they start the comic. They put out a worldwide call and say, we are declaring sovereignty. We have our own island. We will not be threatened. We will no longer be killed. Every mutant is now a citizen of our, our planet. We are going to put these teleportation gates on every country in every major city. And mutants may come straight to our planet. They will only work for mutants. Well, guess who's rounding up Sabretooth when, he ain't, when he's, you know, killing people? Ooh. The Fantastic Four. Are so Cyclops mutes? and Jean Grey show up and say, we got this. He's one of ours. We're going to handle him, right? Then they look over to Franklin and Valeria. Richards, and say, you do know you guys are invited too, right? They're mutants. Who? Now, they don't go because their parents are not mutants. They want to stay with their parents. Uh. But every mutant ever is invited, including 
any of the living clones. And there is this council that runs it, like a group government. Who's on the council is the major players you've ever heard of in X-Men. The strongest people. Magneto. Magneto. Charles Xavier. Who else might you think? Wolverine. Wolverine's not on the council. Wolverine's a soldier. Saber. No, he's, he's not in prison. There. They lock him up. Apocalypse. Mr. Sinister. Apocalypse. Apocalypse is the bad guy with the celestial technology that is from Egypt, the world's oldest mutant. In uh, Sabanur. He's the guy that can grow big in some of the cartoons. You've seen him too. Way big? Um, Mr. Sinister. They invite bad guys to be part of it too. Oh. Exodus. Which How is do they get the bad guys not to fight them? Now, there are good people too. Jean Grey is part of the council. Also, this world redefines families. Scott, Summers, and Jean Grey are married. They have children. But they are in a polyamorous relationship now. Think of a family with more than one mom and more than one dad. What? So they're married, but both Jean Grey and Cyclops have a boyfriend and a girlfriend. Cyclops is has Emma Frost, White Queen, as a girlfriend, and Jean Grey has Wolverine. Wolverine. Now, Cyclops has accepted him. He declares Wolverine as part of their family. On the moon, they James have James Howlett the Third. Yep, they have their own private residence on the moon. Right, so they can go up to the moon whenever they want. Mm -hmm. That's the Summer's residence. That's where they live, and he lives there. He's part of that family. The White Queen chooses not to. She's a little more arrogant. Jean Grey is quite aware of her, but she hasn't officially been made part of the family. Yeah. But Cable is part of the family. He's Who's their son. Cable? Cable's their son, created by Mr. Sinister. Powers! Um, telekinetic, but he also is infected with a techno-organic virus. He comes from an He was sent to an alternate future where Apocalypse takes over. So he has a metal arm and a glowing eye. Because he's his telekinesis is the only thing that keeps the technological virus from taking over. It is very similar to the phalanx, which is a technical organic virus. Decades of X-Men. I know X-Men well. But just think, right now, the current X-Men are powerful, and they run a nation called the phalanx. Okay. I'm going to end this on next time we will be doing... You're going to choose your note now? Next time on the Daddy Cast. Roulette. Um, you can't read what I wrote there, can you? No idea. Here, let me see what it says. So you've gotten a crash course. You'll probably not remember all of this. What you need to know for Dark Web is... I don't even understand the first thing you said. Mutants have their own... Mutants can't die. Mutants have their own nation. Right? Jean Grey is one of the leaders of it. Jean Grey clone is in limbo with Ben, ben Riley. Riley. That's I all you need I to know right now. That. So Dark Web is a crossover between X-Men and Spider-Man. Because Spider-Man because Ben Riley is in limbo with Jean Grey clone. Oh. We've kind of done this already, but I guess we could come back to it. This note's about Magnanimous Prime. Oh, let's do another one. Get, hand me the light. This might be one I'm able to read. 
Okay, but... Not this one, not this one. Oh, I... Are we done with this note? Do we throw it away forever? No, just keep it for reference. Throw it away. I have, we have the files for reference. Okay. Are we, are we never going to come back to this story for now? Um, right now, no. So throw it away? Um, yeah. Interdimensional. The oh. toy dish has became your clothes and the sonic is on your sleeve. Your sword is literally made of time and space in relative dimensions. I memorized that, so I don't... Home is where you are, love, dad. Special, uh, forgotten, lost, special Doctor Who's anniversary episode. Home is where the heart is. The doctor has regenerated again into the tortoise. His regeneration energy absorbed some of the tortoise and the sonic screwdriver. Solve can be a multiverse, so he can be a multiverse traveler. Okay, so remember the shirt I made you? Yeah. That shirt is the TARDIS now. Can I go get, let's go get the sword and... Just give me the note. Turn um, off the recording and you're done for now. Tap, 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 t